Here we go! What's up? My name is. I don't say that. Hey there. My name is Bubba. <laughs> what am I? So what am I trying to do here? I don't know. You can say whatever you want to. You don't have to do it the same way every time. I'm having a an identity crisis here. Hey there. My name is Bubba. My name is Anna. Found it, and you are listening to Church Nerds, an LTN Radio morning show, and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Um. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Um, guess what. Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, just in general. Hey. I guess I'm talking to you. Who else would I be talking to in this room? There is nobody else here. Yeah, but we do. We're doing a podcast. Sometimes you will look me dead in the eyes and be talking to the listeners. And so I just wanted to make sure that you were, in fact, talking to me. Well, I was talking to you. Did you know that um, Thanksgiving is coming up? Mm -mm. You didn't know this? No. Oh, well, sure? right now I can't keep track of anything um, I don't know at all. And so, like, basically my life is just me missing things or, like, thinking it's the wrong day. Um, this week has been very difficult to sort out because, so, <sighs> it's always difficult. But then this year the kids are in school. So we have not only, like, personal things and family Thanksgiving coming up um, we have like the arts academy that the kids have always been a part of. Then we also have school functions. And I didn't know that schools did so many things. They do leading all up to Thanksgiving, but apparently they do. Oh yeah. So they were like, we missed the student led conference. I still um, don't know what that is. We have thanks <laughs> Thanksgiving lunch with the kids, except they don't. They're like, bring, bring your parents to Thanksgiving lunch. We have three kids in the school and they have lunches at three different times. Yeah. Why not? So then I go to the office and I'm like, Hey, how do we do this when we have three different kids in school? And she just kind of smiles at me like like I'm an idiot. Yeah. And is like, are you really going to do that? And I'm like, um, yes, because we love all of our children. I mean, if I need to, if I need to play favorites, I I could I could probably be. I just don't know how we would do that this year. Like, no, it's. I don't know. I think they all. I want. I want to have. But we're not going to go eat three lunches. No, we're going to eat. We're okay. So we need to decide this now. Are we going to eat a bite of turkey and a bite of mashed potatoes and a bite of you know like evenly distribute it and Who divide it by like three, this? or are we going to eat? All of the turkey with Levi, all what? of the mashed potatoes with Nene, and all of the, you know what I mean? Do, are we going to compartmentalize it or try to balance it between the three lunches? This is literally the craziest conversation also, I've ever had with you. I hope they have a microwave that we can just like reheat it a what little bit. What are you talking about right now? In between their Lady, lunches. Here's, here's how it's going to go down. We're going to get a plate with uh-huh. Levi who has the first one. Uh-huh. And then we're just going to eat like uh-huh. humans. But then we're not going to be hungry eat, for all of the lunches. You don't have to eat at breakneck speeds because we're going to have one plate the whole time. I know. So here's the deal. If we need to go back for seconds, we just go back and, and pay for another pay plate. Pay for another plate. I don't know. If we don't want to do it, then we don't. 
I am. I did. If you give me a thousand things, I thought we were going to talk about today. I have more things to talk about. Are we going to, to eat about? our turkey with Levi, our mashed potatoes with Nene, and our green bean casserole or whatever they have? Probably canned canned uh, cranberry sauce. No way. It's cafeteria. They still only serve amazing things. Just kidding. Says the woman who has never been in public school. Okay. I ate one of those cafeteria lunches, like chicken strips or something. It was terrible. The only thing good to come out of a, a like a cafeteria food is the breakfast pizza. I could not believe how gross it was. But the kids, they want to eat those things. And I'm like, all right. Gross. Okay. Next, next thing to talk about. Uh, is that I'm Bubba. And I am one of the founders of Love Thy Nerd, which is a nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that exists to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. And uh, I'm a full-time nerd culture missionary and I'm support fundraised and I love what I do. And I'm going to be traveling again mm -hmm. and I loves it when I'm gone. It's I do not. I'm going to be traveling on December the 10th, like the weekend of the 10th. Um, Do you want to tell them why that's significant? Well, oh, because we're going to PAX Unplugged. And it's the first time we've been to PAX Unplugged in a couple of years. Is that what you want me to say? No. What did you want me to say? <laughs> so the thing going on in my life is... Oh, um, I didn't know we were making this all about you. I thought we were talking about me. <laughs> well, this is my introduction. There we go. I'm Anna. Um, I am part-time employed at a church on childcare um, staff. Also, we have four children together mm -hmm. and- Allegedly. Uh, mm. Stop it. Also- I'm just saying there's never been paternity <laughs> tests. That's all I'm saying. I raise these kids out of the kindness of my if, heart. If people just look at your your little boy pictures, like pictures of you when you were a little boy and then look at Levi, they're gonna know he's yours. No, Doesn't look like it's, me. It happens, it's just- Anyway. I am going to be in a musical coming up. Um, <laughs> we have not really talked about this, but our church is doing Do It's a Wonderful Life. No, thank you. <laughs> our church is doing It's a Wonderful Life, the musical um, for Christmas. We, we go to a church that's very like theater minded. Very arts driven. I would say, yes. Yeah. Um, and so about every two years, COVID threw it off a little bit, but usually every other year we do like a big deal production. And when I'm talking about like, I don't even mean like community theater level production. It's like above that. Yeah. It's big. It's a big deal. Literally and we have a lot of really talented people frame what was basically amounts to a low key two story apartment complex on it's our stage. True. It's massive. Shh, don't tell. Don't tell what's on the stage. It's a secret. Wood. Wood is on the stage. <laughs> Um, it's really cool. Um, we, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be Mary in the, in the play. And the reason it's significant Mary, to Bubba's know? trip is that he is not going to be able to come to any of my performances Mainly, that I have been working on since September. Listen, I cannot bear to see you up there with another man. <laughs> okay. We're only kissing a little bit. Oh man! I Actually, can't. we're not kissing at all. It's yeah, which fake. I it's think stage fake kissing. Me, just we're gonna get this out of the way. I don't care. I do care. If you were some two-bit hussy, I, do I would care a lot. Care. 
I but don't you're not. like it. Okay, but we have to talk about this. We are not talking about anything I wanted to talk about. None of this is in the notes. Ladies and gentlemen, our marriage. Um, I have, you have kissed lots of girls. And maybe that's why it doesn't you matter like, to you. Okay. But, but like, I have only ever before, kissed you. And I'm not going to kiss another man just for It's a Wonderful Life. Just I can't do it. for clarification's no sake, this was before you and I were together. <laughs> Given the context of, of the the trajectory of your story, yes. Before we got together, yes, mm-hmm. I did. I'm just saying, it's kissing is like not a small thing to me. I am one of those like it's not a small thing to me. Either. People who has been largely shaped by purity culture, and I kiss dating goodbye and whatnot. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, that I mean. <laughs> did you say what did you say? Oh my gosh. It's not like you said, oh my Josh. Oh my Josh. That's what I say. Oh my Josh. My co-star's name is Josh. Yeah, your husband. Say it with me. My husband's name is Josh. My husband's name is Bubba. And that's why I only (laughs) kiss his face. So. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, I, uh, it's like, it's theater stuff. Like I'm not. That's why you never make it in this business. It's absolutely true. I've had a lot of anxiety. And also because you don't want to sing. Okay. Yeah. I, they cut one of my solos and I was so happy about it. They cut it because I was terrible. No, that's not why they just, they cut it because it was, it's, they're so, it's so long. It's worth noting that you are the female lead in the play. Yes. Okay. And you, when, when they're doing the tryouts, (laughs) you backed out of the tryout day up moment (laughs) of backed out of the tryout. Hold on. I'm telling this story. Don't you, you can take your breath elsewhere, lady. You backed out of the tryouts because you were like, I have to sing in front of people. No, thank you. (laughs) And then they came back later and they were like, hey, what about the lead? (laughs) Yeah. You want the lead? I know you didn't. You didn't try out at all. Would you want to think about the lead? Last year, last year, last last play that we did when we did tryouts, it was like in the green room and they only took the people who were trying out back there Mm -hmm. and you sang your little thing in front of like the three directors for that particular performance thing, performance. Um, And then, and that was it. This time they had set up this whole big thing on stage yeah. and you had to sing for the whole sanctuary. And I was Which like, Which makes mm, the most sense. It does. Because that's how the play yeah. is going to be. Well, anyway, they, I don't know. Um, so are you ready for a questionnaire though? You got to hurry because we're out of time okay, already. Okay, we're going to do it really You fast. wasted all this time talking about well, kissing other dudes. we're doing this thing and this is important. Okay. Um, okay. This is Lord of the Rings and I'm really excited about this and that's why I wanted to do this okay. one. I honestly want you to ask me the questions, but it's fine. You we'll just see. Them. Um, kind of. Hold yeah. on. I have to find. Okay. Ready. Aim. Question number one. <laughs> what is the name of the metal, which is light, but incredibly strong and worn as armor by both Bilbo and Frodo Baggins? Mithril. Hey, good. Yeah. You're doing good. You're doing so good with your one answer there. Hey. I. <laughs> uh, I think you got all of the other first questions incorrect. Well, so, thank you. When visiting the Prancing Pony Tavern, Frodo uses a false name. What is it? Oh, Frodo's name. I know. I know. What it I is. bet you do. You dang nerd. You draw a lot of attention to yourself, <laughs> Mister Frodo Baggins. <laughs> no, Mister Underhill. Under- Mister Underhill. Oh, Mister Underhill. Underhill. Yeah. My name's Underhill. Never really got there. 
What? No, I just okay. like that's not a part. Because Frodo carries the one ring, okay. the hobbits are pursued by ring wraiths. What is the other name by which they are known? The wraiths? The, the, the kings of man? You got to give me that one because that's what they are. Like, but the, the Nazgul? Mm-hmm. Okay. I always get like the Nazgul confused. Do you want to With that? the fell beast? Yes, because like the, the there's a phrase in there. I can't remember if it's in in the book, but it's definitely in the movie. It as the Nazgul flies, as the Nazgul flies. Yeah, and yeah. so like to me, I just equated that with the fell beast is the Nazgul, but the Nazgul is yeah, the, the Nazgul are the ring raiders, ring ra- ring wraiths, ra- or black riders, or the nine. I got you. Well, yeah. They have a lot of names. But then, yeah, and then there's Fell Beast. I don't know. Okay. Did it say Kings of Men on there at all? No, it just said. All right. It's fine. Whatever, internet. Get out of here. Which is just the internet. So it's what. How many members are there in the Fellowship of the Ring? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I want to say 12. Do you want to say it or want, are you saying it? I want I want to say it. And so I'm going Try to. Try counting them. Count them. I can't. Okay, fine. There's nine. Nine. The nine. Uh-huh. Mm. I just went with the Bible stuff. And okay, so. Can you name them all? I can't. I mean, we can try, but that would take some time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What is the name of the creature who appears to drag the wizard Gandalf to his death oh, a- with a flaming whip? It's it's the boxer from Street Fighter, Balrog. Um, yes, it is a Balrog. You're correct, sir. Yeah. Next, what is the uh no? Oh, <gasps> <laughs> they did not spell something correctly no. on this t- on this quiz. I can't they say said it. Aragon. Aragorn. The ranger has yeah. a nickname. It's not Aragon. That's a completely different fantasy world. Aragorn. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Aragog. A Magog. <laughs> Aragorn, the ranger, has a nickname. What is it? The ranger has a nickname? Aragorn. The ranger. No. Ranger. No. Ranger. No. You keep saying that and I keep telling you no. That's and I'm not telling it. you that is his nickname. It isn't. It is. A ranger is like his job, what he did. S- Strider. It's like a, yes. Yeah. Good job. Yay. I mean, okay. it's like... A, what is the name of the wizard who turns against his old friend Gandalf to side with the evil Sauron? Okay, I'm glad you said it because I always get their names you, mixed up. Mm-hmm. Sauron. 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 That's how I remember it forever now. Sauron. Sauerkraut. Oh, no, you don't. Come on. <laughs> Which elf character saves the life? of stricken hobbit Frodo by conjuring magic to cause river waters to sweep away pursuing ring wraiths. It's Galadriel. No? No. <laughs> is it not? I thought it was her. No. It is Mr. Anderson. And his name is... The crap is his name? Elrond. Elrond Hubbard. Did... No? <laughs> Elrond did that wasn't not... Him? No. There are not many His more. His daughter's name is... Liv Tyler. It's Liv plays. Tyler. She plays, hold please, 
And her name is John Cena. Arwen. 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 Got there. Got there. Jeez. So many names. Is stinking. You, you, you didn't lore. get that. You did not get that Give one it to correct. Me. I said John Cena. <laughs> what creatures lead? What creatures leads? Lady. What creature leads the attack on the fellowship during their exploration of the mines of Moria, stabbing Frodo with a spear and then making a really mean, ugly face at him while he's doing it? None of that is in the. (laughs) Just you're you're going off script here, lady. Uh, It's it's an orc, yeah. A a creature that stabs him. Yeah. Is it a troll? Uh huh. Yeah. A cave troll. Cave troll. Yeah. You made you made it sound like really more. I, you made me really. He stabs him. He's like, like I that. See, I will. I see all the the faces. Mm-hmm. Those are orcs. You're orcs scary. make the faces. Mm-hmm. They, okay. Gollum leads Frodo into the lair of a demon in the form of a giant spider. Correct. What is her name? Um, it's not Aragog. No, hold on. I, right I know this, this, this one makes me feel Sheila. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think you got, I think you got seven, seven out of six. That's not bad. Seven out of 10. One. What did two. I miss? Well, you missed Underhill. No, I did not. Yes, you did. Don't, you can't prove it. You missed Underhill and you missed Arwen. Okay, maybe you and you missed Strider. No, you got no. Strider. I did not. You almost missed. Oh, and you missed the nine. You said twelve. One, two, three. You got seven out of ten. I might, but there were other people in the back. Like you didn't see them. You did really well compared to how you have done on past quizzes. That was a much easier quiz than some. No, of those other you ones. just knew this fantasy world better, and I'm proud of you for that. We probably couldn't be together if um, you didn't. I think we could. Buckle up, because next week is Dungeons and Dragons. So. I'm going to get wrecked <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons. And also, next week will be our season finale. So make Woo-hoo! sure that you tune in. Um, set your Fanfare. radio dials to Church Nerds What? Uh, 93.5 AM. <laughs> we're in AM. Oh, we're ham radio <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, hey, come back and like, see Church Nerds. Hey, AM is still a thing. Who has AM radio stations? Uh, Hot Rod. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. Nope. Hot Rod. The movie. The movie, like the the radio station that comes out and broadcasts his big jump at the end of the movie. Oh, okay, is an AM radio station. Yeah, but AM's that's coming a back. Movie. Yeah, no, it's, it was funny though. All right, uh, hey, we're gonna get out of here, but don't go anywhere. We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back. We are talking about what are we doing? We're sharing quotes. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk about all about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Because I told you it's coming up. I, I remember now because when you said it. Good. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. Walking in faith. The dictionary defines faith as complete trust or confidence in something or someone. I can remember being taught in Sunday school that faith is believing in something even if you can't see it. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, Paul reminds us that we walk by faith and not by sight. But really, what does all of this mean? To believe in something or someone fully and completely even when we can't see it or them, and not falling idle to the things we can see, but may cause us to stumble. 
I'm a self-proclaimed overanalyzer. I will relive a conversation several times over and over, picking apart every word spoken and dissecting the tone in which each word was relayed, all in hopes of trying to find some underlying meaning. It's exhausting. I have a friend, though, who is an overanalyzer of a different kind. I like to refer to him as a researcher of all things. He will write out all the pros and cons of what may or may not happen in every situation he's placed in, trying to be prepared for all the what-ifs. I know for him, it's exhausting. To the world, being prepared is noble. Having a plan B or a backup is encouraged, but where exactly is the faith? specifically in terms of walking with the Lord and living out the calling He has placed on our lives. If we make list after list of all the things that could go wrong, eventually we're going to shut the door on the opportunity God has opened for us. If we plan for all the possibilities and something outside the plan happens, we may find ourselves doubting whether or not we heard God right. But when we walk by faith, we have complete confidence that even in all the what-ifs and unseen, God is there. He has equipped us for this purpose and will not leave us to fail. When we walk in faith, we can stand firm in the promise of Romans 8:28, remembering that God works all things together for good, even the mess-ups, even the unplanned fails, even the things fully out of our control that He actually had control of the entire time. He will work it all together for the good as long as we obediently walk by faith. Welcome back to Church Nerds. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And today, if you are finding us on LTNOnAir.com or on the Live 365 app, just searching for LTN Radio. Thank you so much for doing that. We are also live each and every Friday at, I believe it's 10 o'clock Central. Look at your clock right now, live listeners. What time it is at? And so then you tell you send it in. No, so you can find us on LTNOnAir.com. And like I said, LTN Radio on the Live 365 app. We're also syndicated on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Google Podcasts, rather. Not me. Don't, we're not going to find, you're not going to find us on the music part of it. Um, And a bunch of other places. And if you can't find us, just simply go to LoveThyNerd.com slash church nerds and it will be there. We're on Facebook too. I don't want to brag or anything, but... Uh, hey, I've been on Facebook for a long time, so I'm glad Church Nerds is finally it's getting catching up. It. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, I wonder what it's going to look like when we're on the meta. I was on metaverse. Facebook before you were on Facebook. Yeah, but I was... I brought you to Facebook. You did, Remember actually. that? You did. Yep. I didn't want to leave MySpace. That... <laughs> did not want to leave MySpace. Yeah. And I stand by that. I barely had a MySpace, so... Oh, yeah. I loved MySpace. Well, as we Speaking mentioned, it um guys, hey, Thanksgiving is coming not just guys. up. Come on. Guys and gals out there, ladies and gentlemen, it's the holidays. They are upon us. I am feeling that with like I mean my blood pressure is like up to here. Have you ever seen that like 
um, GIF where you just watch it loop over and over and over again. And it's all the little people going all of the places and doing all the things like the longer you look at it, the more stuff is going on in that thing. I'll send it to you. Please. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. I did send it to Julian. So I know she knows what I'm talking about. And it's just, I send you so many things. Crazy. Why don't you send me anything? I'll send it Lady, to you. I'll, you guys are I'll, I'll, such I'm put it on like TikTok consumers, <laughs> these people that I pour my heart and soul Dude, into. Dude, anyway, I thought it might be a little bit fun to talk about some um, Thanksgiving quotes. So it's a little bit frustrating to me. Once we get past Halloween, immediately we go into Christmas music, which I, I'm not like, oh, I hate Christmas music and where's Thanksgiving? It's just like, if you really think about it, there's no Thanksgiving music, which really, how could there be Thanksgiving music? It's like, today not really... we're eating a turkey. Like, <laughs> that was perfect. How, yeah. How do you write a song That's about... going to be on Spotify by the time this airs. <laughs> so like, how do you write Thanksgiving music? So there's not even like a fall sound. Like I've tried before to go and like find a fall playlist and they exist. Don't get me wrong, but it's like what the fall is this? <laughs> like it doesn't, it does nothing. It doesn't make me feel like the trees are losing well, their leaves. Well, there was a Sixpence or, None the Richer song that go. was, it was like the words in it were leaves are falling and something's calling me here. This state of depression that I'm walking in got the impression that I won't stay here long. And it's like very. <laughs> okay. So. It's so emo. very down. Yeah. Fall is about emo because death and. Okay. But not emo sound, just emo words. I hate it. I hate everything about that. So I used to be always really depressed in the fall. The fall depressed me quite a lot. Really? So I would just listen to that over. That probably made me more depressed. Anyway, oh we're not talking about goodness. depressing things. I wanted to talk about some like. If you deal with, with seasonal depression, like I, I'm sorry. I am sorry. The, the reason I used to be depressed in the fall um, <laughs> I'm a worrier, everyone. Hi, I'm Anna, everybody. And I worry about things. We've Hi, talked Anna. about this many, many times. Yep. We talked about it this episode already because the play coming up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of pressure put on like high school, you know, even junior high kids to be like, what are you going to be when you grow up and where are you going to go to college and where you need to have your life together by the time you turn 18. And I was so stressed out about it. And so with every new school year in the fall, it was like, I have no time. I have to figure out my life. And I was terrified and so depressed. You know, that's actually it. one of the quotes that I found. Because you're not going to ask me about any of my quotes. You have a bunch of them here. No. So you go and you do one, I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one. Well, I don't, it, you, you want quotes about Thanksgiving and that was not the brief that I was given. So I'm just going to share one of the quotes that I what was, I specifically nope. said, what did I say? What we do you think We don't I need said? to have this conversation right now. That's not <laughs> why people are here. What did I say? We don't need to have this conversation right now. That's not why these people are here. Um, but uh, one of the quotes I found is adults are always asking children what they want to be when they grow up. Because they're looking for ideas. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe that was it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just telling you, that was my seasonal depression was, I don't know. I don't know how to make that big of a life decision yeah. before I turn 18. Just and don't. It, the clock is ticking. So, just don't. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I, yeah. Jokes Mission on all Mission accomplished. Anyway, Thanksgiving music is not a thing. Thanksgiving quotes, they are a thing. And so I was looking some up. I found this article from Country Living. 
Oh my you know, one of those, gosh! Yes, what a I'm so excited about of a this website. <laughs> Well, they have all those uh, magazines near the checkouts at grocery stores with like how to make an awesome Thanksgiving wreath. A pumpkin <laughs> omelet, you know, just. Yes, pumpkin omelet. I don't want to eat that. Those are just, I tried to mash two of the most ridiculous words. Pumpkin souffle. If it makes you salivate, you, you, we need to have another conversation <laughs> off air again about that. Okay. Well, anyway. It had all of these quotes, like 80 of them, which I did find some that were duplicates, countryliving.com duplicates. You said 80 and there were probably only 77 um, if you don't count duplicates. So um, anyway, some of them are funny and some of them are inspiring, like, oh, that's really good and thought provoking. And some of them are just snoozers, <laughs> like vomit inducing, just like. Yeah, I like turkey. That's not a quote. That's just. Oh, no, I would rather it said I like turkey than some of the other things that are just like you just put a bunch of feel good motivational poster words together and then you said them in one sentence. Thanks, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you get a car. You get a car. All right. What do we got here? Okay. Did you come up with any? I lady. What did I just say? Like I had. Okay. All right. I did. Do I have any Thanksgiving ones? No. How do you feel about this? Gratitude is a quality similar to electricity. It must be produced and discharged and used up in order to exist at all. William Faulkner. That's a Thanksgiving quote. Well, it's about giving of thanks. Gratitude. See? Okay. I see what you're doing here. All right. I'll give it to you. <laughs> okay. I'll, okay. And all of these, by the way, if you go to countryliving.com, they're on like posters that have pumpkin pies on them and stuff (laughs) and like stalks of wheat it must be produced and discharged and used up in order to exist at all yeah or you can like um sort of in your mind because it's intangible proverbial proverbially maybe that's not even a word just um Scooch your feet on the carpet of life and and shock your neighbor with gratitude. That's what kind of uh, you turned it into actual electricity. Okay, I got you. Hey, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, William okay. Faulkner. Who is? Do I know these people? Uh, um, some of them you might, and I some of them you name. might not. Okay, here's one. Not what we say about our blessings, but how we use them, is the true measure of our thanksgiving. Not what we say about not our what blessings. We say, but how, how we, we use, use them. Well, our blessings, mm-hmm. how we use our blessings is the true meaning of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's uh, W.T. Perkiser or Perkiser. Nothing about Turkey. In Nothing there. about Turkey. Okay. But this one, Oscar Wilde said this. After a good dinner, one can forgive anybody, even one's own relations. Hey, and there like, we go. That's what's up. There we go. Which is my philosophy and there is, um, so in like counseling and stuff, there's this, um, uh, what do you call it? That was so popular. Everybody was doing it in the nineties where like every, Eating. every word is a letter. What do you call it? Uh, like an acrostic. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that's not the word though. What You're thinking it? of acronym? Yeah. That, I think it's an acrostic. It's an acrostic. I think it's an, I've been I get, using it I incorrectly all this time. A lot of people do. Okay. Halt, which is like hungry. 
anxious, lonely, or tired. Uh-huh. Like if you're having really big feelings, you need to ask yourself, am I, am I hungry, anxious, lonely, or tired? Because that might make what you're feeling more like, ah, feel like a bigger deal. Yeah. Um, Oscar Wilde realizes this, that after a good dinner, you can, forgiveness comes easier to us when we're, when our bellies are full. A full stomach covers a multitude of sins. Yes. Bubba Stalkup. <laughs> yeah. Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. Good. Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it, says William Arthur Ward. That's I, really good. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I kind of feel attacked because sometimes I write cards to people and then I forget to deliver them. I don't get that. I I do not get that at all. I do that. Man, I think I gave somebody a thank you note like six months later after they gave us a meal um, for PJ Uh being born. We still haven't eaten the it meal, It was though. like six months before I gave that. I, and I wrote it right away. And it just sat there until it like looks at me and cries. Yeah, we and have a mailbox. And you see the little tears coming down the envelope's face like, please deliver me. Please deliver me. And then it starts mocking me like, if you give me to this person now, it's going to be worse yeah. than if you never gave it to them at all. And the worst part. You, you <laughs> but guys, I did anyway. I you did guys it. probably aren't like this. We go to the mailbox every day. It's just us. Like we go every day to the mailbox to pick up the mail that's in it. But it was somebody who I was like, mail. I see this person all the time. So I'm going to hand it to them. Yeah. Where's the, where's the sport in that though? You know, uh, you want to send it to them when they're not, when they're not expecting it. Because yeah, I should have just sent it because everybody likes mail. Children like mail. Okay. How about this one? No, everybody likes mail as long as it's not bills and junk mail. Everybody likes it. Children like junk hey, mail. Hey, tweet us. At Church Nerds. LTN. LTN. <laughs> or Facebook message us if you agree with me that mail is awesome and everybody likes it as long as it's not bills or junk mail. That's But that's not a thing, though. Like, it, of course, everybody likes things that. Yeah. So sending them a thank you note in the mail, it would have been good. Probably what, better than just handing it to them. That's what I'm saying, though. But like children don't care. Like it's unconditional love. Everybody is going to like something good in the mail. Now, when something good comes in the mail, a check, get that crap out of here. No, thank you. Like that's, I don't, I don't think that that's that like true should gratitude. Should I have put a check into the thank you note? Probably. I probably yes. should have done that. Here's okay. a, here's a reimbursement. <laughs> okay. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other as is though everything is a miracle said by Albert Einstein. Um, one no. genius. No? no, no. As though nothing is a miracle or as though everything is a miracle. I don't think that's a way to live. And I like Albert Einstein. I think the, I like, I like a lot of stuff that he's done. To live in wonder at the world around you. You can't, that's, you can't. He didn't like, when is people, it like when somebody's like live every day as if it's your last. And then it's like, if we lived every day, like it was our last, we would act like crazy, absolute people. crazy people. Like that's, that's what I'm saying is like when somebody, even when somebody says, I, 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 I go every, every day I think about this thing or this person that's passed away. I'm like, you're a lie. You are an absolute liar. No, you do not. 
Don't, why would you say something like that? And then why would you encourage other people to do that? You don't do it. <laughs> why do you encourage other people to, to act that way? I live, live in the moment when you are thinking about these things, ponder about them, but there's only two ways to live. Mm, no, <laughs> a lot of life is mundane. Like, all right, how I'm not this? going to be parents earmuffs for your children. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, uh, using the restroom and be like, what a miracle. <laughs> what an absolute miracle. Not doing that. Not a Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> not doing that. Okay. Like. Do you need, but you, well, there's a, um, I think. I cannot like, wait uh, to see uh, where this goes. <laughs> like Jews had a special prayer for the voiding of. Um... I know. And I think that's crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I just, like to me, it's like sometimes like, like we're just, we're just doing things like <laughs> things are existing. Okay. Anyway. Okay. How about this one? If the only prayer you ever say in your entire life is thank you, it will be enough. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's not Meister Eckhart. That is so biblically inaccurate. <laughs> this one's even better. Are you ready? And this please, one was on there twice. Please this is let's what, move on from that last one because that's making worse. my head it's hurt. Worse. Forever on Thanksgiving Day, the heart will find the pathway home. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? I don't know. Forever I guess on Thanksgiving Day. Everyone comes Day. home for Thanksgiving. Is that forever <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day? So let's just break no. that down for a second. Um, no, okay. How about this? Instead of saying forever, but it says forever. But just think of it like this: every year. What if I just changed every word in that quote? Every year until the end of time on Thanksgiving Day, the heart will find the pathway home. What does that last part mean? What does it mean? I don't know. Why are I, these making me feel so angry? <laughs> They're not supposed to. Okay, ready? No. <laughs> Thanksgiving is a time of togetherness and gratitude. Nigel Hamilton. Thank you, Nigel. <laughs> That's not, it's not true. It's not true. It just seems like... Blah 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 blah. Think here. Here's a quote: Thanksgiving, um, if filmed, can create some of the most amazing TikTok content. <laughs> okay, Henry David solved, Thoreau says, "I'm grateful for what I am and have. My Thanksgiving is perpetual." I feel like Tony Stark would have said that. <sighs> But he would have made a joke about it. Like, <laughs> my Thanksgiving is perpetual. I I I like the you idea already talked about this. in this quote. I like the idea in this quote. In that we are not talking about a single day. Oh hey, spoilers! No spoilers. I have, I have you, more quotes here, lady. What well, do you mean? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. there, this is gonna be my answer. Mm, ooh, mm, wow. Okay, here's one I actually like. This is G.K. Chester Chesterton who says a lot of things that I like. Thanks are the highest form of thought and gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. 
You don't like it. I just. You don't like it. I don't not like it. How about I just. This? A moment of gratitude makes a difference in your attitude. <laughs> you, you need to have an attitude of attitude gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. I just, when, when people say things that are just a bunch of words, mm-hmm. they're basically nonsense when you put them together. That's kind of what the last part of that one, that, that uh, G.K. Chesterton was. And gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. No, I liked it. But no, what does it one, mean? Okay, this one was said, okay, there is always, always something to be thankful for unknown <laughs> probably for the best <laughs> what a charlie would you like brown, to be credited charlie brown okay I'm, okay I'm ready brown. what if today we were just grateful for everything thank you charlie brown <laughs> thank you thank you for finally bringing things back mm-hmm. and this reality. person um marcus samuelson says i love thanksgiving because it's a holiday that's centered around food and family that's what's the up. end that's what's up and this one definitely rang true for me Thanksgiving is the meal we aspire for other meals to resemble. Mm. Yep. Preach. Jonathan Safran forward. Dude, even Willy Wonka understood that when he made the Thanksgiving meal bubble oh, gum. Oh, the bubble, the gum? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then this one is Nora Ephron, who is the director of um, You've Got Mail, my favorite movie of all You've time. You've Got Mail. The turkey, the sweet potatoes, the stuffing, the pumpkin pie. Is there anything else? We all can agree so vehemently about. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, I guess it's a quote because she can said agree it. Like about I just. Well, I'm just. Say, I didn't say all these quotes were good. Yeah. But I agree with that one. It's like a a rhetorical question. Do you want to hear what Oprah says? I feel like we've come this far. Let's not skip any of them. Good mashed potatoes is one of the great luxuries of life. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay. I thought that Sam Gamgee would... Samwise? Yeah, he would appreciate Potatoes. That. <laughs> um, Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. I am happy because I'm grateful. <laughs> I choose to be grateful. That gratitude allows me to be happy. Will Arnett. Well, well, well said, Will Arnett. I just wanted to include Will Arnett because I wish I could invite Will Arnett to my Thanksgiving dinner. I think he'd make an excellent addition at the table. Because I think he's funny. I don't... You See, so you want him to perform. What if he's just funny? What if he's just funny like you're just funny? I am not always... What if always, he can't turn it off? I am not always funny. Let's just start there and work our way backwards, okay? You're funny most of the time. When I have, when I, when I have to perform, I'm funny. Is, but like family holidays, you're funny. Yeah, I know, but like... Anyway, okay. so... But yes, if we can invite Will Arnett, like I'm, I'm about this. Okay. I love that it's circular. Me. Oh, I do. Lo- I do love you. I love oh, you so much. Okay. Sorry, I yelled at you a lot today. <laughs> but on this podcast, no, really not in any other. Um, I am happy because I'm grateful. I see. I choose to be grateful. I'm happy. I choose to be grateful. Oh. I'm, I'm not paying attention to what you're doing because I want to move past that. I choose to be grateful. And that gratitude allows me to be happy. Yes. And I'm happy. Happy to grateful. Grateful back to happy. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you think about it, like I, I like cycles. Okay. Yeah. Cause, because cycles create, you know, like perpetual motion, like things, things start to really like cook. Bicycles. When, just like a bicycles. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, hey, Will Arnett, you win the dang quotes war here oh, for Thanksgiving. He wins? Yeah, we'll send him something. Okay. One of my favorites was Anne Frank, though. No one has ever become poor by giving. That's, um... <laughs> it is not true. <laughs> um, I get it. I guess it depends on how you define poor. Yes. I will just say yes. Okay. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. I left Oprah out. So. Um, Anne Frank is no Will Arnett. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> I don't really even know what to say to that. Uh, Oprah says true forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. I can just, can you see her saying that though? Thank you for that experience. Thank you. Are you what? Forg- you forgive me? What is, is that what you're saying? Thank you for that experience. <laughs> huh? No, because th- you grew from how thank, somebody hurt th- you. I said thank you <laughs> for that experience. Okay. All right, Oprah. Let's get you to bed, Grandma. Okay. Um, hey. Uh, we're going to take a short break, went over a little bit long, but we want to get through these quotes and I really want to get through these quotes. Well, I didn't get through all of them. I had so many. I didn't even put all 80 of them. I have 77 of them, but uh, uh, it was a lot. Yeah, just I remember. I wanted to get a good range of just to get us in the uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving spirit. Um, I don't even know what the Thanksgiving spirit is. Uh, the way you get into the Thanksgiving spirit is you don't eat the day before Thanksgiving oh. and you prepare your body. So Thanksgiving is about gluttony to you. I see. I see it's how sharing, it is. It's about sharing a good meal and enjoying the meal no. that was pre- prepared. Yes. If that's what gluttony is too, then yes. Yes, it is. Feasting. Feasting. Um, uh, hey, you know. Fasting and feasting. That's kind of biblical. But hey, we're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to be talking more about Thanksgivingness. Giving of thanks. Yep. The giving of thanks, kind of. In a different way. But hey, stick around and we'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Denise McPherson and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing Sunday School Answers created by Michael Mordanga. Sunday School Answers is self-described as the original Christian parody of Cards Against Humanity. Although this card game is compatible with similar card games, it is recommended to start with the updated Sunday School Answers new 2021 core game. There are also expansions available, such as the Superhero Deck, which will be my next purchase along with the Meme Deck. They also have the Christmas Edition, the Jabroni Deck, the Nerd Deck, and many more. You can search for Sunday School Answers on thegamecrafter.com or check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SSAthegame. I can tell you that the laughs didn't stop the entire time I played this game with my family during one of our game nights. We went through the deck and had to see how many different phrases we could create. Although I would say that this game is family friendly, I would always suggest checking out the content for yourself on their website. When you click on a deck and scroll down, they have provided samples of what you can expect in each deck. 
I cannot get enough of this game and find myself playing the nerd deck when I need a good laugh throughout the week. With that said, not only do I, but my family as well give Sunday School Answers a 10 out of 10 and recommend it for your next game night. I'm Danessa McPherson asking, have you played a game today? Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And today we've got turkey on the brain. Mm-hmm. It's my Thanksgiving Got lasagna on the brain. Sir, what now? You know what? <laughs> How dare you? I, yeah, I just threw you a curveball. How dare this you? This is the time annually where Bubba makes fun of me and my family because we didn't eat a traditional turkey and he thinks it's a travesty. I I would like to point out just to everybody, mm-hmm. I did not bring it up. <laughs> anyway. Do I think it's ridiculous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get into this for a second. Absolutely I do. Because how many other times during the year do you just make a turkey? Never. Yeah. It's yes, just, the you, answer is never. I agree Although, with you. Wait, this is a special it? time. Was your brother saying that that they do eat turkey multiple times a year because they love I, Thanksgiving dinner probably. so much? They, so that they do it like three times a like year Sounds like something, something that Tim would say. And so like, I this is a special time. And with a special time comes this, you know, a special meal and all sorts of stuff. You know what's not special? Lasagna. Turkey. Oh. <laughs> a lasagna. I don't eat lasagna many Just times outside like of Thanksgiving. Stilfer's lasagna. I don't eat lasagna outside of Thanksgiving ever. Well, that's because you guys turned it and into so your now Thanksgiving I never meal. Eat it. So now I never eat it. We can go buy a lasagna and make a lasagna. <laughs> you can buy a turkey any time of year. It's the specialness about it, lady. You can buy an overpriced turkey at Thanksgiving. Actual meals at Thanksgiving aside, because that's not really what we're here to talk about. We want to dive a little bit deeper, <clears throat> right? We want to talk about a little bit more important things as far as it pertains talk, to Thanksgiving. Talk about the turkey in the room. <laughs> what turkey in the room? Like the elephant in the room. The turkey in the room. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Must not be that funny. It I, went right I, I over was, your head. Yeah, I was. Yeah, okay, I got you. I got you. The, uh, the, you got to eat it one bite at a time, too. Elephants and turkeys. Again, I want to eat more than just a bite of turkey at a time. <laughs> okay. But, well, so tur- uh, turkey. Thanksgiving is, is a little bit of a um, touchy subject, actually. Thanksgiving is the turkey in the room. Yeah. Got it. I'm with you now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> trying to catch okay. up. Um, all right. So Thanksgiving, we we have these little plays and, you know, see it sometimes portrayed in history books and paintings and things like that. Um, and there are, you know, there's an entire people group who says it didn't go down like that. Um, that yeah, several people groups, yes, that take offense to the way that we celebrate Thanksgiving, not so much the way that we celebrate Thanksgiving, I would say, but more about 
the day that we are celebrating. Yeah, it's the, the history, and the so colonialism. For, for a lot of us, we're like, oh, yes, turkey, family togetherness. Uh, we get to decorate for Christmas now. We can play Christmas songs at Walmart. But they're like, actually, we are in mourning right now. Yeah. And, um, and so as a Christian in the United States of America, is it actually kind and tenderhearted to to celebrate Thanksgiving. Now I'm saying kind and tender hearted because that is how um, I think Paul tells us that we need to be treating each other. And sometimes I think that there are um, those within Christendom that I, I think, especially in the United States that are like, uh, people just need to get over it. Yeah. <clears throat> when, to, if something is tender, that means it is sensitive. It is like overly sensitive, more sensitive than the things around it. Right. You know, if you if you cut yourself and it's tender, it hurts when anything touches it, you know. Yeah. And so we are supposed to be sensitive a little bit. And that and that does not make us weak. No, as Christians, it makes us more Christ-like. Right, and I—I I mean, look, we're told very specifically in the Bible that if you're doing something that is causing your brother or sister to stumble, don't do that thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I think a lot of a lot of people, um, you know, Christians or otherwise, right, will use that passage and that idea as a way to to manipulate and control people, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that's right either. So like, I think I think that they're like at summer camp or something. I yeah, I guess summer girls, camp. you have to make sure that you keep every, you know from your forehead to your toenails covered because you might cause your brother's to stumble. I was thinking of stuff a little bit more drastic than that since we were talking about like the severity of Thanksgiving. But yeah, I mean yeah, summer camp yeah that'll work well, too. Well, uh, sorry, <laughs> no, I'm not, it's, I mean, I'm not like, trying that's... to make light of anything. I'm just talking about how when sometimes things are unfairly placed on one people group's yes. shoulders. Yes. Females, you are in charge of the purity of, of your, your male counterparts. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, that, that, that kind of stuff is absolutely ridiculous. I think that, you know, with, with that being said, I think that there is, there is a responsibility and a duty for females and there's a responsibility and a duty for males. Mm-hmm. And they are two completely different battles, two completely different paths that, will come to the same head, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the same thing with this. And and we, there, there are a lot of words that are floating out there um, in in the world and society and on the internet and everywhere. No um, way, words on the internet. I mean, like, honestly, stuff like keyboard warrior and woke culture and stuff like that. And all that stuff is painted by a very specific group in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I truly think that the heart behind most of it, I won't say all of it because that's too broad of a brush to paint with. The heart behind most of that is genuine. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to be understood. And we want to be basically like accepted in this world. And so when we, and I say we very specifically because I mean, if you've never seen a picture of of Anna or myself, we are white. A little bit, yeah. I I mean, and honestly, I tell people this quite frequently. I'm sorry, but there's nothing that I can do about that. 
Like I, I didn't ask to be the way that God made me. I did not. Okay. So I happen to be very personally speaking, I'm a, uh, what would be considered middle-aged ish. I'm getting there. Yeah. Coming up on 36 this year, uh, which somebody blew my mind on TikTok. They said, when, when you're, when you, when you're turning a year older, you're actually a year older than you say that you are because you're celebrating the completion of a cycle. Yes. Yes. And so when, when a baby turns one, they're actually starting their second year. And so yes. it's anyway. Um, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a middle-aged cis male, you know, Christian man. And so like white also, oh, yeah. And very white, yes. very white. <laughs> and so like for me, and I, on top of that, I have three talk shows that I'm a part of and I help to found an organization that reaches and teaches and is very influential in some people's lives. Um, and, and so like I, I have to be cognizant of that as much as I possibly can because there are certain people, and this is not negative, there just are certain people that will look at me and my position and what I'm doing and what I'm saying and they will say, I do not have to listen to you and I will not listen to you. So it's, Again, we say this all the time at LTN, the burden of proof is on us. It just is. It's not on you to believe or understand. It's on us to convince and, um, you know, just help you understand. And so as, as much as it pertains to just like Thanksgiving, like it's important that we as people who are not the hurt people group apologize. Like, well, mm-hmm. what do I have to say sorry for? It's like, it's the same thing we tell our kids all the time. It's like, look, you didn't mean to do it or like, it doesn't matter if you did it or not. They think that you did and they're kind of hanging this wreath on you. Like you have to apologize. And the trick is being sincere about your apology because that person is hurt. A lot of times our kids, they'll do something to each other and then they'll just turn around and just stare at us like, Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't mean to. And it's like, just turn back and say that you're sorry. Because a lot of times, I don't want to make light of this either, but a lot of times that's what they're looking for. They're looking for acknowledgement. They're looking yep. for an apology. They're looking for for some acceptance in the other person's role in what happened. And so, I mean, this is really like, I feel like we learn more about Thanksgiving every year. Mm-hmm more about some of the things that happened more more about how it's actually affecting people where we could look at it and go i mean that was like a billion years ago like like who cares what's that is obviously not what's happening now what does it matter but history matters we as christians understand this or at least we should understand this right like history is what helps us develop our worldview history and things that have happened are a major part of why it is that we do what we do the oral tradition things that were passed down um, you know excuse me why we do like communion why baptism matters the fact that jesus was even here on this earth the creation of the world like all of these things in the past matter because just like us people that are affected by the the trope of thanksgiving 
they are a sum of the moments that have led up to this moment. And those moments, good, bad, or otherwise, those moments probably consist of a lot of training from people that have been hurt in their lives. And not a lot of of acceptance and forgiveness for people like myself or other people that they know in their lives that had no direct impact on what happened. Well, I think so. Some people, the way that I think. Okay, so as I was reading this, it's like, why? Why is Thanksgiving so, uh, so offensive? Um, Specifically, we're talking, you know, about like the Native American Mm -hmm. culture people groups um, and um, which, by the way, just side note, I always say Native American. I was about to say this if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they don't all refer to themselves as Native <laughs> American all the time. Like some of them use Indian. Some of them don't um, like because some of them really want to buck that. And then some of them are like pretty accepting of it. And so it's like, cause they're not actually Indian. And so I like trained my children and made a big deal about it. And then we'll hear a native American person referring to themselves as an Indian. And I'm like, ah, different. I don't know how to well, do this right. And I'm uh, there. There is a word that I'm not allowed to say, nor do I want to say it, but mm-hmm. certain people groups are allowed to use certain words and I say allowed to, it's not like against the law, but it's social law right, in context. Right. And you know what? That's fine too. Well, but even like um, some of the buildings, like the historical buildings mm-hmm. that they go into a lot, like they haven't changed the names of them. So no. I was reading an article because I'm like, <clears throat> what's the right way to do this? And anyway, well, I haven't mean, figured so it out. I, 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 are you going to remember what you said? Because I'm going to forget what I'm about to say here and just say okay. Go ahead. Are you going to remember? Maybe. Maybe. Go. (laughs) So like this sensitivity is important and it's been on the table for a very long time, but it, it has not been considered as, as much as it has been recently. And specifically speaking to, to this, this particular, you know, Thanksgiving and native Americans and stuff like that. Sports teams that are named after, you know, different, variations of native american culture and different different words and stuff um the washington football team mm-hmm. what a dumb name for a football team well the Washi- i can't i can't believe that one took so long tell to me change. about it tell me about it and again like that you can you probably even know what i'm trying to say i'm not going to say it because it was changed for a reason it was an offensive slur Mm-hmm. Um, made by the people who were colonizing and all sorts of stuff because the Native Americans did not co- did not have those words for themselves, and so the the Washington, formerly known as the expletive deleted, um, are now the Washington Football Team, and they cannot come up with a better name. <laughs> it has been, I think, it's been two full seasons, maybe two yeah, and a half they seasons. They just call themselves the Rain Clouds. Like, it rains it, a lot. Well, here's the, here's the worst part of it. They're in Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. So to call themselves the Washington football team. I thought they were the Washington. I thought they were in Washington State, not Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seattle's in Washington. Mm-mm. They're in D.C. Mm. And so <clears throat> anyways, like just 
thinking about this stuff and going through and like it is important to be sensitive um, because we are supposed to care about people. Like as Christians, that is that is the thing that we are called to do is to love. Like we say at LTM, love and serve our nerdy neighbors. Like replace nerd with anything else that you right. want. So, so the thing that is offensive in the resources that I was reading is just like there's this idea when we get you know, groups of children together and dress them up in pilgrim costumes and headdresses and all of these things and had this peaceful dinner that it was like, oh, welcome. Just come and take our land. We're fine with it. When um, that wasn't necessarily the case, like the celebrating together was done because both of those groups of people needed each other right then. Um, because of like, they were in the middle of a pandemic, like they're both of them, both people groups had been ravaged by this pandemic. They were all trying to survive. And so it was like, probably being on the same team is going to bode well for us personally. Now, I don't, I don't know because the pilgrims specifically, they were like, um, I mean, there was an element of spirituality, and, you know, trying to be like God, you know, and certain things. So like some sharing and things like that. But, you know, depending on who you talk to, some of them are like, they didn't even invite the the Native American people yeah. to that feast. They heard them firing guns in celebration. And so they all showed up like ready to fight. And they yeah. were like, oh, no, we're feasting. And yeah. so they're like, okay, we can bring some feast. And um you know, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't there, but the thing is, and this was what I was going to say, it was like, as far as, um, people being influenced, uh, by people who have been hurt, like they've kept this up in oral tradition because for the longest time they were trying to be silenced. Um, and so there are people who specifically took it upon themselves to be like, no, it's important that somebody remembers how this happened because people are actually actively trying to forget and trying to silence things. And so we have to keep this alive. Um, And so that's where some of that comes in is like, Mm -hmm. no, it's important to remember this. It's important that we just don't paint, gloss over some of these things, which we were talking about this, that sometimes we do this even with the Bible. Absolutely. um, That we, it's fun to just idealize the romanticize and just happenings in the Bible, the flood. We it's painted on a million billion children's uh, wings. Yes. Children's yeah. wings in the United States when it's like, what a horrible event. Yes. And it, in every picture, yes, yes, they're like poking their heads out, just smiling what, yeah. and rainbows. And <laughs> Everybody's and like, happy. Where are the dead bodies? Nobody's crazy at all at the where, end of that. Why, why is nobody covered in fecal matter? Like <laughs> you can't say fecal matter on this podcast. I didn't well, say a different word, but I mean, yeah. I, and I was in, I was teaching kindergarten and we were doing the flood story. And one kid was like, what happened to everybody else? It's like, Oh, and they all lived happily man, ever after. We have to go there. Uh, or I was telling the story of Abraham and Isaac to pre-K kids. And I'm like, I don't know how to tell this story. Like yeah. this kid thought his dad was going to kill him. But he didn't. But he didn't. But he didn't. But he didn't. <laughs> Silver lining. It's just like, there. It's 
History is gross, man. It's hard. It's it really hard is. to talk about because it's not it's not pretty in every part. Like not no. there it, it's uncomfortable and it's gritty and it's messy and it's bloody and <sighs> I think that's why like movies and stuff and books and stories are are the way that they are is because you get to you get to take a look in the past. You have hindsight, you have you know, different stories that you can pull from and yada, 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 and like all this stuff. And you can change and romanticize and alter whatever, like different things that happen to say, no, you know, Pocahontas and John Smith lived happily ever after. Well, they I mean, painted with all the colors of the wind and everything a, was just great. To an extent, we can do this personally too. 100%. Um, like a childbirth is an example um, that we can remember all of the best parts of our own like birth experiences and raising children and stuff and not remember that time we were crying on the bathroom floor or something mm. because it's like, it's convenient to forget mm. that. It's not, we don't really want to dwell there. Right. So even personally we do that. This is just kind of a call for honesty over idealism yeah. when it's dealing with so much hurt in another culture. So what can we, how do, is it possible to think, participate in Thanksgiving I think yes. without being a jerk, I guess? I think yes. And uh, like, honestly, uh, I also, I also don't think that every time that you, we participate in, in Thanksgiving, there needs to be a public apology. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't want to feel, make, make myself sound, you know, insensitive or you're like, I don't care because I hope that I have helped you believe that I do care because I do. Um, but it's just, I, I think that a lot of times we make trouble where there doesn't need to be trouble. Um, uh, what, one, one major way is, is the idea of like cultural appropriation, um, I have talked with people from different, you know, races or ethnicities or, you know, uh, you know, geographical backgrounds or whatever. And I'm like, does this offend you? And they say, not really, but it offends white people a lot who are defending mm -hmm. my people group. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it, this is not everybody, right? Broad brush, but it's like at the end of the day, um, Sometimes you can start something where there's not anything mm -hmm. happening. Well, I think that we, it's really important to read the room. Bingo. So like in our specific area, um, we don't, we don't, we're way down South in Texas. And it, I mean, we don't have reservations immediately by us. We don't know a lot of people <clears throat> who yeah. are, um, who are native American that, really identify that way, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so if we had somebody closer to us, I think it would be easier like to ask them Yeah. and to, you know, to go off of what they say as far as um, if or how we could engage in a Thanksgiving activity sensitively or not do it at all or something because they were in our lives and we loved them yeah. and we're close to them. We don't have a person like that currently. No. Um, and so, I mean, a lot of us are not putting on 
you know, shows in their house and things like that. We're just eating turkey and having a family day and watching football and a parade. Yeah. Um, I, and so it has. It's almost like it's it's it doesn't have the same meaning that it did or that even. I, I, that it does like in school, like that's we were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. you know, like kids will come back with, you know, tur- turkey handprints and pilgrim hats holding a musket and all sorts of mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like. When's the last time as an adult we like really talked about Thanksgiving historically or Mm -hmm. otherwise, you know, TV shows use it when like that Thanksgiving comes around. I remember like everybody loves Raymond had some Thanksgiving episodes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, what it, what it means for us today for us, and I'm just saying like you and I may mean something different for other people is it's a time to get together with family and share a meal. Mm -hmm. And honestly speaking, most of the time, we forget to say what we're thankful for. It's just a time for us to hang out and be gluttons. And, absolutely. <laughs> like we did, we did Friendsgiving with our life group. Cringe. Last, last week. Um, and, and it was, it's a time for us just to get together and share a meal. And do I wish that's what would have happened way back when at the first Thanksgiving? You freaking betcha. But we have to understand that if there is somebody in our life that that is traumatizing to for whatever reason, because Nobody that's alive today experienced that first Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're feeling the ripples and effects of that situation. Right. We have to be sensitive to that. And from a Christian perspective, the Bible tells us that if we are doing something that causes our brother to stumble, that we need to, we need to not worry about that so much anymore. And I mean, like I said, we don't have in our, in our lives locally currently that we know of, you know, anybody who has this pain and it's experiencing this, but it is very possible. Somebody in our online community is, yeah. we would love to listen. Please we tell would us, love educate to learn us more because once again, we are two white people who have always celebrated Thanksgiving in various ways, but see the flaws, in but it. see the, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So the other part that we haven't talked about and we won't, cause we don't have time is, <laughs> you know, what if, What if I am a Native American who is a Christian? Mm -hmm. Is there a way even for me, not that Thanksgiving is a Christian holiday, but is there a way for me to celebrate this kind of a meat sacrifice to idols kind of a situation going on there? A lot of them don't like, they just do not recognize it. These these are just questions. But it's like, is Thanksgiving actually a Christian holiday? We we say that a lot of things are Christian, but it's like, I don't think it's Christian. Is it or not? I think that we can, we can bring our faith into any, everything. And we should, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, well, anyway, we could keep going and keep going because we, like, we it's, could, it, these are some that. of the things that legitimately I want to use all of the words on because I want people to know, hey, you are loved, you are cared for. Um, we understand as much as we possibly can to, to like the limits of my empathy. Or at least we want to. Understand. Yeah, like we're, we're trying really hard, not just to, to make you feel like you're heard, but to hear you and to acknowledge you and to see you and to want you to engage with us in this conversation because- we don't have the answers. We have our understanding and that's, I mean, our experiences and that's really all that we have to go off mm-hmm. of unless somebody steps in and speaks into that. So if you have something to say on this, please hit us up in the Facebook community or on Twitter at Church Nerds LTM. 
or you can even, you know, just comment on this podcast at church mm-hmm. nerds or I'm sorry, at lovethynerd.com slash church nerds. And we would love, love, love to hear from you. We've also even got our own Facebook page that you can get on there and have discussions with or share this podcast on social media, tag us in it, and let's see what goes on in the comment thread. You know, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, if you don't get anything else out of this, we have to be sensitive. Like that's that's what it is. We're not trying to create like overly sensitive culture. Like that's that's not what we're trying to do, but we have to love the people that are around us. And that means building relationships with them, understanding why they think and believe the things that they do, and not pacifying that, but using right. that as a way yeah. to further the relationship. And this is not a a tough love kind of situation because Jesus didn't, I think we think, Oh, Jesus practiced tough love to everyone. He didn't, he kind of, he did that with the scribes and Pharisees and almost nobody else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, People, people who had been hurt and people who had been marginal, marginalized, he was very tender and compassionate with, and we would do well to follow Follow that example. Absolutely. Well, Hey, don't go anywhere. Thank you for hanging out with us a little bit, a little bit longer on this segment. But don't go anywhere because when we come back, we have our nerdy recommendation for you and our Church Nerds memory verse here on the Church Nerds Podcast. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Tiger Uppercut! To close out our show today, we do have a nerdy recommendation for you, and that is our Love Thy Nerd community, community, community. our Love Thy Nerd community, my tongue just does not want to do that word <laughs> at all. We're having a gift, gift exchange, exchange, people, Secret Santa, so. I hate Secret Santas, by the way. I hate them. Because you want to know. Let's just, let's just be real and be honest with people. Well, I, I have almost always been contacted by the people who were my quote unquote secret Santa. Anyway, so also, jokes on you. Are we still doing Santa? Like, is this a. Why? Why wouldn't we do Santa? What? Why wouldn't we do Santa? <laughs> why are you looking at me like I'm just, that? I'm just saying like, here's, here's my beef with Santa. Santa gets, Santa gets all the credit. Are you talking about like, here's an iPad, it's from Santa. And then another kid is like, Santa doesn't love me. He didn't give me an iPad. Why am I a bad kid? Is that what you're talking about? Because uh, that does happen. I mean, I get, that's not what I was thinking about. Oh, okay. I was thinking about Santa just getting the credit for all my hard work. Oh, I don't give Santa the credit for nothing. What's what I'm saying? None. None they no credit. Se- they ain't no secret Santa. It's <laughs> Bubba Salkup hooked you up. Showed up in big way. I signed my name on it when I give secret santa gifts i yeah. do i do i didn't know the person who I, I the weird thing is that last year the person who was my uh, like receiver the person like does that mean the Recipient? person i was giving yep mm-hmm. that's the word yeah 
<laughs> um, I didn't know them, had never heard of them, looked for them in the community and couldn't even really find them as a member. Like cool. they had never done anything ever in the community. And You're I was telling like, me okay. people get in on giveaways when they've not engaged in the community. I hope that person gave a gift. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Matt and wow. I had very long conversations about how the previous ones have gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, and I'll just let everybody know because I think this is important. Yep, talk about it. Love thy nerd. We did we dipped into our own pockets on this community thing to To make sure that people got gifts because people flaked out of the giving yes. part. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you did not receive a gift at all, I can't tell you how many times I haven't received a gift. If you haven't received a gift at all, like in the, the the gift exchanges, I'm just sorry about that. We tried as hard as we could to get to everybody. And we had other people that stepped up and said, hey, if people don't give. You just let me know. And mm-hmm. we did. But there were still some people that maybe didn't contact us or, you know, just got lost in the massive shuffle of people who... Just didn't do it. So Matt's idea, which I don't think we're going to be able to do, but Matt's idea was <clears throat> let's hold a live giveaway. Like you have to show up, you have to have a gift ready. Oh. And then like you, it puts it all into a thing. It's like a whole website. It puts it all into a thing and then it, it shows them and gives them and all they got to do but then is. then you couldn't give specifically. It's more, it's just an exchange. It's a Yankee it's a, swap. Yeah. yeah. I see where, so the way but we you do will it, on, get a gift. the way we do it. Yes. Yeah. On Elfster, it's like, you can make a list of things you actually want mm-hmm. and somebody can view that and actually get yep. you the thing that you ask for. This year's is on Elfster again, but that was out of like, uh, self-defense uh-huh. basically like we, Hey, we want to do this. Uh-huh. We don't have to do it. We want to do it. We have nerdy wishes mm-hmm. and nerdy wishes is basically year round mm-hmm. secret Santa. Yeah. Um, and if you're not doing nerdy wishes, you need to, I want to do that for my sewing group, by the way, go for it. Like go for it. These are my, this is my sewing wish list and we could buy things for each other. We stole like, the idea. I think so. that you need a buttonhole gauge because it changed my life. Yeah. Um, okay. So bottom line, yeah. if you're going to per- participate in our secret Santa, please, please don't just receive a gift Please send a gift. Yeah. Do your part. We're trusting you. This is honor system. Yeah. For the love of Pete and Jesus too. And your fellow man. Pete and Jesus. <laughs> so if you want to be involved in that, go into our community and there's a link there. And if you can't find it there, um, I you know, I'm not going to create a short link because we, it needs to be, you need to go find it, it needs in to the be community. Hard. You, you need, need to, to want this community. and be committed to it. Okay. Yeah. Here is our Bible verse. Are you ready? Are you I'm, done talking about it? Uh, yeah, we're running out of time. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, could, I could talk forever. With it. Okay. So our verse, I know you thought that it was going to be a thankfulness verse because Thanksgiving, but actually. Thank you for giving to the Lord. There are so many thankfulness songs uh, that we could have sang, but we did not, or we should not be singing them right now. Okay. Thank you. It's like an Annie Armstrong giving song. <laughs> Ephesians 4.32 is one of my favorite verses. And it says this, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So there's something there for all of us as the people who have been oppressors, as the people who have been oppressed. We all have a role in reaching um, 
a status of, um, I guess, reconciliation between one another. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and our part, our don't. part is definitely the tender parted, tender parted, tender hearted part. Yeah. Um, tender parted. Yes. If you think that you don't have anything to, to say or do in any of these situations, you're just wrong. Like, I'm sorry, but you're just wrong. Like there's, even if you're like, I, I don't know, I don't understand. I don't get it. Uh, what you can do is you can ask questions you can get educated. Just be willing to read some articles and, and just listen. <laughs> and honestly, and they're going to be uncomfortable. They're going to be uncomfortable. It was for me. They're uncomfortable. If you, if you, if you're a married, sorry about the puberty just there. If you're married <laughs> um, guys, you know, specifically here speaking, if you're, if you're married, like there's something special that happens when you just tell your wife, Hey, that sucks. I'm sorry. When she really like legitimately just wants to tell you like the bad things that are happening and going on. You're talking about like in Parks and Rec and um, Chris Traeger and Ann Perkins when she just wants to tell him all the worst things about pregnancy and he tries to fix them. Well, that because that's what guys and do. And he just yeah. wants she she just needs a listening ear. Well, sometimes Fixing. we need sometimes we need action, too, though. Uh, you know, I, hear, I hear you. But like this is not one of those moments. Oh, you have, you know, hundreds of years of, you know, uh, hurt and oppressive, you know, feelings. Well, let me fix that for you. Mm, Well, sometimes because some people offered to fix things and then didn't. So what are we what are we going to do? Yeah, I think nothing. Just listen. Be willing to listen and be willing to act if that's necessary to be 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 an advocate. I mean, honestly, like that's it. Like the you can tell somebody, hey, I love you, man. I'm. I'm with you. I'm standing in your corner. But then when, when push comes to shove, when it's time to do something, if you're like, Oh, I oh, mean, like, sucks. I'm not like really gonna, I mean, I, that could, that, I said that could I hurt. Was sorry. That could hurt my, my, my position in X, Y, Z in the community and my company mm-hmm. and whatever. It's like, I'm not going to do that. It's like that. Then those are, moments, then are you sorry? Yeah. Those moments are what really solidify relationship. Right. Um, is, are yeah. you going to do hard things when it's hard? Right. Or are you just going to talk about doing hard things when it's easy? Exactly. And so, yes. Um, I'm not necessarily advocating that everybody become some sort of activist or anything like that, but I'm just like, I, what I, what I am telling you is, is build real relationships, like truly love people. Absolutely. And sometimes that means if, doing hard if, things. Yeah. I think that if we love people enough, we will become activists when we need to because mm-hmm. we love them. So yeah. You want to stand up for your friends. Um, and what you believe in, believe in, believe in. <laughs> yeah, that's a veggie tale. Veggie tales. Hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for all of our amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show and other podcasts and videos. We have seven podcasts in our network currently. The perfect number. <gasps> the perfect Perfection. Number. We have church nerds here. And sometimes I have to hold up my fingers to do this. We have church nerds. We have Humans of Gaming, we have the Polist Podcast, we have Free Play, we have Two Words, we have Book Club, and we have... Grumpy. The last one. Dopey. Nope. Doc. Uh, I'm sorry, you're throwing me out way <laughs> off. Uh, we, we have the Back Row Morning Show. Oh, okay. On LTN Radio. Matt and Mo. Matt and in, Mo in the, the morning. morning. And don't feel bad, Matt, if you're listening, because I know that you do. Uh, because I forget a different one every week. 
So <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity offender here. Except this one, because we're doing it oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I feel like, what's the last one? Oh, it's church. It's this one. Got it. But go and check those out. You can go to lovethynerd.com slash podcasts, and it'll take you straight to all of our network, um, everything in there with the latest episodes. And you can follow all of them. Each one has a different bend. And that's what I love about it. Reaches into a different aspect of nerd culture. And so go ahead and check us out over there. You can also become a, uh, a financial partner with us at Love Thy Nerd. I think that'd be pretty dope by going to lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. And somebody asked me just the other day, hey, did you guys, did you guys ever get your 501c3 status? <laughs> and I was like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yes. like two yes, and a half years did. ago. Why? What's up? <laughs> oh, just had somebody ask about wanting to make a donation. And so I was like, wow, that, yes, please. That's awesome. Because when you guys do that, ministry costs money and we could not do this without you. This helps us move forward. It helps us to get boring stuff like equipment Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it helps us to hire things out. It helps our family to live. So yeah, if you want it to be specific, you know, partners with Ann and myself, you can go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba and you can join our partner team specifically. Because as a, a full-time nerd culture missionary, we're support fundraised. And uh, we don't talk about that a lot. But, <coughs> excuse me, I had coffee in my throat. <laughs> uh, you can you can help us, and that would be great. Um, but if not, that's fine, too. You it's can also... It's called coffee. Yeah, it's co- <laughs> coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> you can also head on over to smile.amazon.com and uh, set Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice. And that's going to give us a small kickback. I know that you're buying presents. I know that you're nope. doing it. I I don't I haven't bought any presents off Amazon yet. Yeah, do us a favor. Smile.amazon.com. It's going to give us a small kickback. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms and on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on our season finale. <gasps> Ooh-wee. of Church Nerds Podcast. And hey, if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Know.